We're just okay, and we play some movies. We're just okay, movie watchers. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Okay Movies. I'm your host, uh, Dinosaur Fucker Biggie Size, and I'm here with... Oh, cloned little girl Guido. (laughs) Yo, 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 what's up? It is uh, Experimental Dino Nasty. Wait, she's cloned? Yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't get that? that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I I stopped watching about halfway through because I couldn't take it any longer. What? But but we'll get into that. So that's that's a shocker to me. Well, guys, how y'all doing? Oh, boy. I'm all right. How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing fantastic. I am thrilled to have you guys here, and I'm super excited to talk about this movie I only watched half of. (laughs) But before we get into it, I do want to talk about one thing real quick. Mm-hmm. DC dropped two trailers that I've got to say did not make me want to kill myself. And I think that's a big compliment to them. And I just was curious if you guys watched either of them. The The first one was the Shazam trailer, which I know nothing of that character. And then they dropped the Aquaman trailer. Uh, do you guys have any any thoughts on those? Nope. Um, I saw that's both not- the trailers. What do you what do you think of them? Um, uh, I thought Aquaman was way too heavily CGI. It looks kind of trashy. It looks I uh, I'm just not interested in it. Uh, sure, I'm not interested in fucking Aquaman, man. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree. Uh, Shazam looked okay. It looks like a good movie that my daughter would want to see. Uh, because basically a child gets the powers of Shazam where he can turn into Shazam, which is a, an adult. It's got that freaky Friday element to it. Right. Um, but it's, it's like they are trying so hard to swing it away from the Zack Snyder universe. They're just the, the feel, the dark feel. Right. And it's, it's so transparent to me. Like I see what they're doing. And it's like, like are it. they gonna are they gonna swing too hard now to the opposite direction? So, are you supportive of that of where they're taking it, or not really? I think that they need to lighten up the mood and visuals of the the the, the universe. But I think I I don't know if this is too far. It just seems like a kids' movie. Even right. the way that Shazam is dressed looks like a kid's movie it looks like he's wearing like a puffed up cot like suit like a muscle suit yeah seriously <laughs> it looks like his like suits made of like nerf rubber like it, it looks so crazy but no, i i agree with you there the first one i saw was shazam and honestly to me it was almost a breath of fresh air not not even just for dc movies especially for dc films but even kind of with marvel like it was it was kind of a little more fun, like even though Marvel films are a, a lot of fun, but it was kind of a cool, like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, I would definitely have dreamed for this to happen to me, and uh, in that way, it was it was kind of enjoyable, and, and how it took like the his powers and how he handled them was was fun and uh, in, well, not necessarily interesting, but it's like if I was a kid, I would definitely want to do that. So it got me interested, especially before that trailer. I don't know anything about Shazam. I've never heard of him before. 
So I don't know if that's even close to how it is in the comic or if they're just like, we're going a different route with it. I've got no clue. I guess same with like Guardians of the Galaxy. I had no idea. I guess in that way, it's I'm kind of excited because this is just a, to me, a completely unknown character and the setting just looks interesting and not like uh, brooding and looks like barf. You know, it looks actually appealing. And uh, you always, always, I've got a, a soft spot for the old like convenience store robbery attempt and you got the person going there. I mean, that's just classic, you know, foiling that attempt. And uh, I guess same way like with RoboCop. That was always my favorite scene when he breaks up that robbery at the uh, gas station. And it's just got that stuff in it, him trying to learn how to fly. It's wonderful. Uh, with the um, Aquaman one, I agree. A little, a little heavy on that CGI. Little? Kinda, okay. I didn't see one scene where it wasn't all CGI. <laughs> well, I, the water effects, I like that concept. I, I really like that It idea. looks bad, though. Uh, it doesn't it looks, look good. But the setting itself is interesting. You know, they're they're fighting underwater. Like, I could just see them pussing out and them doing, like, that whole fighting scene, whether they're, like, doing some gladiator fight, whatever. See them just doing that inside of one of those uh, buildings underwater, you know, where it's pressurized and just wussing out going that way. At least it has some imagination that, okay, they're all water people. They're sitting in stands underwater. They move real fast. You see the kind of the, the waves from their movements. I mean... That at least required some forethought and be like, okay, let's let's do this and make it a little different. Heavily CGI'd, absolutely. But I would say that is a better use of CGI than some other stuff they tried to do in Justice League and all of those. At least it makes sense. Uh, Question. Yeah. yeah. What is the chances of fish fucking in this movie? Ooh. Ooh. I'd say uh, very slim. <laughs> yeah, although it would be great, but yeah, slim. I agree. So you're saying there's no chance. <laughs> well, <laughs> what constitutes fish fucking? Anyone that's underwater? Because none of them have, like, fish bodies. Yeah, I mean, underwater fucking, I'll take it. Ooh. Underwater fucking? Yeah, it's possible. I can see them doing a classy them like in like like the moonlight underwater like making out kind of like the cover of that uh film that won best picture that kind of concept the what was that called something in the water shape of water shape of water water. something like that i could see them doing that absolutely fish Um, fucking fish fucking that that sounds great that's gonna happen i think the only scene i thought was kind of dumb was when they were um uh, flying through and they did like that big wide shot it made me think of black panther like in that scene where they're like uh what's it called uh, aconda or arcadia what, what was that city wakanda? Called? Wakanda, wakanda that's it uh it just made me think of that and i'm like oh, are they gonna go for this whole i i guess it is a hidden city underwater but you know that kind of feels a little too black panther but hell i guess what are they gonna do you know that's uh, Aquaman, though. That he has a hidden city underwater. Right, right. It just, I guess, you know, that just popped up in my head about the whole hidden city thing. I'm like, eh, do that again. But you're right. It's just, it's there's no way around it. That's his story. That's his where he's from and all that stuff. So I'm gonna put my money on it being bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think like really, it, I think it will be boring. 
I could see it being very, very boring and the locations getting very uninteresting. Because uh, even going through that two-minute trailer, I got bored about halfway through. And uh, I, could, I could see the film being slow, like, oh, they're underwater. Oh, God, I'm so sick of seeing water. <laughs> it, it just get visually unappealing. And I don't think the character is that interesting either. I, I'm not really interested in seeing a two-and-a-half-hour movie of this guy. Yeah, I made the tweet that it's the underwater level of movies. Right. I saw that. And, that was good. <laughs> and like underwater levels are just, you might get to them for the very first time and be like, oh, cool, something to change up the pace. But then three minutes in, you're done with it. You yeah. don't want to do it anymore. You're like, fuck right. this 3D <laughs> bullshit and trying to fucking swim. Right, right. So uh, Shazam, they may be on to something there. It could be a really good one. Uh, I'm with you, Aquaman. I, I don't know. It may be decent, but I can't see it being very appealing. Although, I'll, and maybe you can help me out here. Shazam, isn't that the name of that movie with, with um, Shaquille yes. O'Neal where he's yes. a genie? Or, or is that? Yeah. That's what, what I thought at first, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, I was like, wasn't that movie called Shazam or Kazam or something like that? Who was it? Kazam? I think it, it was could have been. It could have been Kazam, but it, that's the first thing I thought about. I was like, wasn't that movie called like Shazam? Yeah, I want to watch Kazam. that movie. It's Kazam. To, yeah. Oh, okay. We, we need to set a tier or something. Maybe if we get to so many Twitter followers, we'll watch that movie. That what, might be kind oh, of fun. Dear. Isn't Shazam <laughs> uh, the name of that uh, app where you can find out what songs are playing? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Wow, that, very interesting. Is this going to be a whole movie about naming the uh, the song that's playing the whole time? Yes. It's okay. uh, Name That Tune. Uh, oh, my favorite game. Name That Tune. Yeah. <laughs> I love that game. Well, very good. Well, have you guys watched any movies this, uh, this week or anything you just want to mention real quick that maybe you liked or hated? I watched uh, Jurassic World this week. Very good. <laughs> we'll be getting into that one here in just a second. Uh, Guido, do you watch anything? Ah, uh, shit. I watched a horrible movie on one? Netflix. Ooh. Uh, fuck. Uh, what is the name of it? It is with David Spade. It's a Happy oh. Madison production. Oh, oh no. sounds like garbage already. It's called Father of the Year. Uh, yeah. Oh. Horrible. <laughs> I've seen it, actually. Like, part of it. I had to turn it off. It just came out. Yeah, on Netflix. Oh, Father of the Year? Maybe not. There was another one. Never mind. With Adam, uh, Adam Sandler. Sandler isn't in this one. It's just David okay. Spade, and it's yeah. it's so full of shit. There's this one scene in it that's a VR scene where his son is trying to get a job with some, you know, environmental company, and mm -hmm. the CEO is going to meet them in VR. So David Spade is this redneck fucker and the kids like trying to get his life together and they go and meet him on VR and David Spade starts freaking out and it's just like this horrible animation and doesn't make sense there's no cords going to the set headsets he's running around the office punching people and it's having effects <laughs> in the VR it's just it's horrible. so bad it's just horrible <laughs> Oh, Guys, God. look what VR is going to be. Yeah. Oh, that does sound bad. 
uh, Megan and I went and saw uh, the new Mamma Mia film. That was oh, uh, the, was that new? The the one that's the new out version? in theaters. Yes, it's the sequel to the first one. Oh, Rachel would have wanted to go that to see that instead of Jurassic World. We should have <laughs> done that. It's okay. I, I've got to say it, it was all right. Um, the problem with this kind of film is they kind of move between them as being like younger when she meets all the the guys that's potentially one of the the baby daddies yeah one of the dads right and the issue is everyone in that film except for colin firth is you know either a decent okay actor in meryl street but she's kind of in it uh but everyone except for colin firth is like either a decent actor or a piece of crap Mm-hmm. So it's like anytime he's on the screen, he just like even it looks like he's barely trying. It just sucks all the talent out of the room that it's just so noticeable. And it, it's strange, though, how, how that is the case. But he's just so good. And everyone else is just OK. Uh, but I know that's kind of not the point of it. But I was just being a little critical of the movie and it bothered me. But the music's good. The acting's OK. The story's all right. Uh, you know, if you like the first one, you'll love this one. Megan was like dancing in her chair. She's so excited through every scene. It's okay. If you like Yikes. it, it's okay. Yikes. Yeah. Is Megan in the room with you? She is not. She's watching okay. TV. I thought you were being, I thought she was looking at you while you were talking about it. Glaring at you. Cause there's the no time. way it's that good. Man. It's Come not. On. Oh, it's not. I told her straight up. I was like, it, it is just okay. Uh, it's nothing more than that. If you like the first one, awesome. I didn't. I think we talked about it before. I don't like musicals where they use pre-established music to fit into the scenes because it feels just like that. You know, it's like you look at like Family Opera or Rent or any of those where someone had to sit down and say, okay, we've made these two characters. We've got to make a song that gets you even more invested in the scene and builds these characters through music and it becomes very interesting in that way whereas you know you're taking a song from like 20 30 years ago however long and you're fitting it into a scene as best as you can and it just doesn't work the same way you know it it just doesn't it it feels very superficial it's a superficial musical yeah that's the first one though it is it's the same as the first one you know, it's it's fitting these these songs in that some guy was just you know trying to make a name for himself by writing this music way way back in the seventies into this scene to, to try to make it fit as well as possible, and it just feels shallow. Hmm. You know, except the women for the performances and the gays, the they love it. <laughs> <laughs> Megan absolutely loves it. She can't talk enough about it. She knows how I feel about it. It's. It was tolerable in part. Some parts were completely intolerable and made me cringe. But overall, it's okay. If you if you like that stuff, go see it. I've yeah. heard that uh, a problem with it, especially with using the same discography from a single band. When is it? Abba. Abba. Yeah. Abba. Uh, that there were a lot of repeat songs in the second one that were in the first one. Yes, really? yes. Like the like Mamma Mia song. Fernando and Mamma right. Mia again. And... Right. It's like... Especially the Fernando song. It doesn't, it barely fits the scene that it happens in. It just feels weird, especially with the guns part and like the war part. It makes no sense in the scene. It's just the guy's name happens to be Fernando and that's why they're singing it. And it's just, 
the superficial part. You know, it's it's it just feels gross. Sure. But um, but you know, other than that, it's all right. Well, how about we jump into this uh, little film called Jurassic World? And uh, you know, nasty. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give us just a brief synopsis of Jurassic World? I'm sorry, Fallen Kingdom. Oh, jeez. Just a brief one. Just hit the high points. Okay, high points. Um, <laughs> the this is obviously after the first Jurassic World. I think it was three or four years after the first Jurassic World. Um, yeah. The island in which they left all the dinosaurs on is now an active volcano and it's about to explode and kill all the dinosaurs so this guy who was one of the original founders of jurassic park uh hired this other guy to run his company for him um very sly devil i must say uh and he has hired uh the chick i forget her name and uh the dude i forget his name and a couple of other people uh, to go save the dinosaurs on the island. Um, they go to the island. They save some dinosaurs. Lo and behold, Sly Devil Dude is selling these dinosaurs on the black market. Ooh, and what? not only that... <laughs> Who saw that coming? Not only that, he's creating a whole new dinosaur with the scientist from Jurassic Park that's the best of all of the dinosaurs. So, what? Yeah just super deadly that can't absolutely go wrong um right. so they barely get off of barely get off of the the island on a ship um they do some bull riding on a tyrannosaurus rex um and then when they get there they get thrown into a cell they break out of the cell uh the big huge scary dinosaur gets out halfway through um the auctions and kills all the people that are auctioning to buy it and uh good old blue the raptor from uh the first uh jurassic world comes back and saves everybody and then yeah. runs away and that's where yeah. we left all the dinosaurs are in the wild in the united states right now right all of the dinosaurs being Roughly about 20 dinosaurs. Yeah, about... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of the ones that they rescued are, are loose. Except for the the uh, experimental one. It died uh, by skewering itself on a fossil. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Good. Sounds like I didn't miss much. No. Everything okay. was very, very predictable. Okay, good. Except for that cloning thing. I, I did not see that coming. Oh. That was kind of just thrown in there. Yeah, it looked like it was meant to be a bigger part of the story, but then at the end of it, it didn't really mean anything, right? <laughs> Is that how you felt, Tugweeds? Yeah, there's this little girl who's the granddaughter? No, it's uh, his daughter. No fucking way, dude. It's It's a clone of his daughter. It is. I know it's a clone of his daughter who was also his nanny was the clone. No, like what I gathered. No, no, no. I gathered so, that the no, nanny was a clone too. No, so the nanny, no, the nanny was the his, nanny for his daughter the first time. Then when his daughter died, he cloned her, and the nanny was still the nanny, the same nanny for <laughs> his cloned daughter. Oh, but crap. said that it was his granddaughter because of how young she was, and that her mom died in 
a tragic accident that nobody knows about anything about and they don't ever talk about it yeah they don't talk about it at all or talk about her and that whenever grandpapa is reading about his or her mom uh the granddaughter can never look they just had that girl in the movie to follow the formula of jurassic park movies to have a child so that the kids watching it relate to something and it's not just a bunch of adults selling dinosaurs on the black market <laughs> yeah and that's the uh, most interesting part of the movie like i want to see that movie why why are we oh my god this film bored me to tears and i i was so pumped for two i have not watched the first one i did not give two shits about the very first jurassic world but then when i saw the trailer for the second one with the volcano and the t-rex like yelling and all that shit i was like okay this looks kind of a little more interesting i, I think i could get down with this <laughs> did you watch the first one or no no i didn't i didn't i am <laughs> didn't watch the first I, you need one. you need to watch the first one to understand what's going on in the second one because oh, I feel, I feel the like return I <laughs> the return dinosaurs are like this kind of stars of a, an additional star of the movie i guess you could say not like the star Gotcha. I just, I, I will go ahead and start out and saying, and just so you understand where I'm coming from, listener and, and, and you guys, like, I do not like Jurassic Park, like the franchise or anything. As a kid, I never enjoyed them. I guess I just never really had any, I what don't know. What the fuck any, is wrong with you, Biggie? I just, I did not <laughs> like them. I thought they were just kind of boring. The first one was boring. The only thing I, I liked was like the t-rex scene the iconic t-rex scene that was just a really cool scene but the rest of it all the like the even the science he talked which i love science fiction a lot but i just found it so boring the only thing that got me through that first one was newman and that t-rex scene and other than that that was all i was interested in hey there's a t-rex scene in basically every single jurassic park right 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 and so the, yeah at the least toilet that's to look forward to <laughs> that's true that's true i but everything else i've never i never liked them i never wanted to watch them but this one i don't know something about the trailer got me interested and when i started hearing it was terrible uh i was like okay this could be like a good like schlock you know off the rails jurassic park movie that i'm interested in maybe nope and Chuck nope nope it's awful uh, no one looked like they wanted to be there. The people who looked like they wanted to be there were awful, i.e. the the computer science kid and the doctor girl. Um, uh, Chris Pratt looked like between scenes, he was making sure the check he got hasn't bounced. The girl looked like she wanted to get back to her trailer and take a nap. And uh, the guy who, um, the old guy sitting in the bed, who is a fantastic actor, I don't remember his name. Uh, he played the Ethan something. Cochran. Yeah, that's it. He plays Zephyr Cochran in Star Trek. That's the only way I remember him. Um, James. He, is that James, his name, James? I'm James. I'm trying to pull it from memory. <laughs> uh, I can't. can't well, he it. could. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, he's a fantastic actor. He could outact anyone in the film. Uh, from the scenes and he just I saw, gets killed he off. Was, is that what I figured? He, he gets, gets killed, killed off in a goddamn fucking pillow kill scene like come on you could have come up with a better way to kill him is that really how he dies he, they smother him with a pillow yeah he smothers him with a pillow and then tells tells the daughter 
uh, Grandpapa has died. I'm so sorry, but you can't see him. Is she an old Asian person? <laughs> you know, really, the only person I found interesting in the whole film was the little girl. You know, at least she she wasn't awful, uh, but at least she did something that was kind of neat, at least from the parts I saw. Uh, but even then, that's just me reaching. Um <laughs> But uh, about halfway through, I just I thought they would be on that island and it would be kind of like a time thing. Like, okay, we've got so much time before the volcano erupts. We've got to save all these people. Like, okay, that sounds like a fun time. But after they got on the boat, I'm like, oh my god, they just showed that just to get just to sucker me in. They're yeah. like, let's show the best part. And we're going to uh, leave it not even a quarter of the way into the film. I, I felt like a quarter of the way into the film, I, that was the trailer. Like, the it trailer was. was the first 25% of the fucking movie. You're totally right. How do you top a volcano erupting and killing dinosaurs? You can't top that. I'm like, this island they're going to, it needs to be some kind of, like, battle royale where they just drop all of them in and all of them, the dinosaurs have to, like, you know, decide who's going to be the top dinosaur. Like, okay, they could maybe top it there, but of course not. They're just going to let them out and, and fuck all. And, uh, you know, you can't top a volcano that is like burning dinosaurs that that should be the end of the film true yeah i was on board for the first bit of it until they got off the island um as i think most of the audience was because it was the most compelling part of the whole movie right like save the fucking dinosaurs right yeah right <laughs> save the dinosaurs uh don't and then the rest of the fucking movie takes place in a mansion yeah it in in fucking North Carolina or some shit like that. Yeah, it's just in a mansion. It's like okay, well, we already put the deposit down on the mansion, and we have it for uh, the week six six of the seven weeks that we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're filming the movie. Uh, also, yeah, they, they really pigeonholed themselves into that fucking mansion. Yeah. Also, the fucking the rooms that kept appearing and parts of the mansion that kept appearing like throughout the movie were, were kind of frustrating and it was like yeah okay so now all of a sudden this fucking mansion has six loading docks in the basement where the fuck <laughs> were those in the first fucking scene that we saw yeah like i get that it's big but like all of a sudden now it's built into a hill and there's fucking loading docks to pull these fucking dinosaurs out of and put them in these fucking cages that are on the third basement level or some shit like that yeah, apparently the uh, architect of that mansion was Doctor Who. Yeah, because <laughs> it, was like, it was a goddamn skyscraper sunk halfway in the fucking ground. <laughs> right, and it's like the main guy who's apparently innocent in all this. The uh, his name's James Cromwell. Um, oh, that's right, old ass guy. Um, yep. Who's innocent in all this? He doesn't know about the selling of the dinosaurs. He just wants to save them. Right. Um, he doesn't know that he has. Like three sublayer basements to his mansion with cages to hold dinosaurs. Right, right. Oh my like, lord! He hasn't he hasn't done he hasn't been around his whole house in fucking years or heard any of the construction that's going on. You know, just blow his feet. Now was uh, he was he actually in the original Jurassic Park films? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. That's why okay. I was like, they're really stretching here to like pull out old story and pull it into this fucking series 
Yeah, I think he was like the silent partner for uh, the other guy. Yes. The, uh, the, you know, welcome to Jurassic Park guy. Yeah. The guy but, uh, who had the amber stuff and all that. Yeah. yeah. He was the guy that had the money, I think. Gotcha. And the and other one was the guy that had the idea. I think he was into science, the science side of it, too. Sure. Is what he said. You gotta be. Because, I mean, he fucking <laughs> cloned his daughter, you know? <laughs> See, now that is a cool plot point, and it sucks that they uh, kind of fucked that up. I just, I wasn't sure because it kind of came across, at least in his acting, he was like, in the previous films, or maybe people who are really into Jurassic Park were like, oh my god, he's back, or something like that, because he didn't seem like he wanted to be there, and it almost looked like he was, they just brought the camera into his actual house to film those scenes when he's sitting in bed, but he's just like, oh, fuck them, they'll... They'll watch it, you know. I'm I'm been in all the other films. That kind of like cameo thing you start seeing when they start bringing people way back from the past. But uh, that's even more strange that he would decide to do that role. Uh, I guess the paycheck was was nice. Yeah, money's but, money. Uh, it's a major AAA title. Um, you know, it just seems like they went so lazy. Like the first one, I, I, I mean, I'm still not a fan, but I've heard it's it's good, especially if you're a Jurassic Park fan. And it made bank. I think it made over a billion, I've, at all world included. I think it did really well in China, probably more so than here. But it was a big hit. And going and watching this, there's just so many areas that are just baffling. It just looks so lazy. It's like you know, normally you ramp things up either. You know, visually or story-wise, you know, one or the other. You, you ramp it up. You have your, you know, um, the the Empire Strikes Back moment, you know. And this one just did not even feel close. Like, it, it felt so lifeless. And it's just shocking that it just, it just felt like they didn't care. Like, they're like, we'll just pump anything Jurassic-related, and it's going to make a billion dollars. And maybe they're right. not wrong. Uh, you know, they're, I, I, I would say they're definitely not wrong there, but it's just so apparent that it's revolting. Uh, yeah, I have, uh, a lot of beef with the, um, with the crossbred dinosaur that's in the movie. Um, I forgot the name of it. What's the name? Do we know what the name of that dinosaur yeah. was? Is it the one that they were making for like war? Yeah. So yeah, it's in so, the, I can't remember. In the first movie, they crossbred like a T Rex and a raptor. Right, right. And then in this movie, so in this movie, they took that whatever the result of that was and, and added something that, else. They crossbred it with a raptor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was weird. Cause like, what wasn't this the plot of the first one? But they, they did some crossbreeding, and, and their whole yeah. crossbreed part didn't make a lot of sense. Like, they just put two of them together, and it made, like, a super dangerous one. Like, how, how, how yeah. does that work? It wasn't know. raptor enough, so we had to add more raptor. <laughs> right. Uh, guys, I'm looking for add, adding a little bit more raptor to it. Yeah. And it's the like, last one went about 80-20 T-Rex raptor. I want to flip that. i just want a big raptor that's all i want yeah that walks on all fours and has use of its front hands right front hands and big front claws too and a little ticking noise that it fucking makes 
in the goddamn fucking floor every time that it fucking goes anywhere. So the whole purpose of creating this dinosaur was to weaponize it. Yes. Which now <laughs> let me hold on. Let me explain. Oh my god. Let me explain oh how they how, how they weaponize. Did you get this far, Biggie? Oh no, I was done. <laughs> okay. Let me explain how they weaponize this monster. Uh, so they Wait, you, please, you, can I make a suggestion on how to weaponize it? Please. We should we should treat it like we treat our missiles. Ooh, yeah. Like a sonic missile? Do you have any ideas here? <laughs> okay, how about this? Uh we'll get we'll make this super dangerous uh aggressive dinosaur. Okay. And we'll uh have it react to sonic waves, like mm. sound. Okay, sound but good? How, how will you tell it what to attack though? That's a good uh question and I have it all figured out. So you're going to uh -huh. take uh, what looks like an assault rifle, uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, and it has a laser sight on it. Oh. You're going to turn the laser sight on. You're going to point the uh, assault rifle at the person that you want it to attack and yeah. then pull the trigger. And then it will shoot off a sonic wave and the dinosaur will attack the person. Oh, oh fucking so, God. So question, <laughs> what happens if somebody else just happens to get their hands on a laser pointer? Well, the laser pointer doesn't have it doesn't follow the la it follow it focuses on the laser, but it's the sonic uh, sound waves that hit it that make it go for that. Oh, for the target. What if I have another sonic sound wave maker? Well, that's you know, <laughs> we're working on the bugs here, but you know. Oh, so what you're saying is it's not ready to be sold. No, it's a prototype. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to sell it then. Oh. Also, you know, hey, I'm this other guy over here. Hey, welcome. I've been listening to this conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Hi, why guy. don't you just put a bullet in the gun and shoot the guy? Yeah, that's a good question. Instead of know. sending a dinosaur. I, I really don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, Guido, this is the auctioneer guy. I got a question for you. Oh, hey, auctioneer. Yeah, I, I got an answer. How much are you selling that for? Um, uh, well, it's a prototype. I'm not sell It's not for sale. Because uh, $100 million in a day is peanuts to me. Oh. Well, <laughs> how about, okay, I understand that. How about $4 million? Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I did see that. Is that the scene with the short little guy? And that yeah. was kind of like Peter Dinklage's dad or something? Uh, right. It was... Yeah. yeah, that was a weird negotiation. I'm like, these numbers don't make sense. Like, it, because I, I kind of thought for a second, like, did he say a lower number? And the other guy's like, oh, that's good. Like, yeah. Like, what? Hold on. Oh, okay. $4 million then. Sounds good. All right. Moving <laughs> on. Don't pay attention to that. Right. It was just the whole auctioning. There's like rich people there that want to buy dinosaurs. Those are the like, Russians. But there were even like glamorous, just rich people, you know, right, with their wives, yeah, and some like they they were uh, giving off uh, little bios on what the dinosaurs could do, so they'd get like a, a, a triceratops, and they'd be like, "Oh, this would be good for um, like agricultural uh, uses <laughs> and whatnot." I'm like, why are you spending four million fucking dollars on a triceratops and you can buy a goddamn John Deere tractor for twenty thousand dollars? Damn! Why wasn't this in the middle of the film? This, you know, this is this is this sounds good. Like no, this is what they good? needed. 
I'm sure you'd probably make it sound way better than it really was, but it was but, silly to say the least. It was silly and frustrating. And then like, yes. okay, they're buying dinosaurs, and now they got to transport them to Mother Russia and right, like get them across the world in these little crates, and it's just ugh, so bad. Yeah, it just I don't know. It didn't make a ton of sense to me. Any of it. And, and then, you, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Guido. Why did Chris Pratt and that bitch go there? I, I don't know. Did they ever, like, what are they going to do? It's in America. And that, because I ask this because they get to a point where they have a button in front of them and they can set them all free or they can right. let them all die to like some, some poisonous gas. And she makes a conscious decision to let them all die. Smart move. Let all Smart the lady. dinosaurs die. So regardless of what happens after that, what what was the point of them going there? They what was the point of them going there? Right. Uh remember she ran um a save the uh dinosaurs campaign? Yeah. I think it was because she wanted to save the dinosaurs. Like oh. she wanted to fulfill her campaign to other people yeah. to save the dinosaurs. She wanted to save the dinosaurs up until the very point where she consciously decided not to save the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're a nuisance now, so now I can get rid of them. Right. So beyond that, after she makes that decision, they're like, Okay, well, wrap it up, time to go home. Uh, the little girl sneaks up from behind and hits the button that releases all the dinosaurs into the world. Yeah, that... nice. And they I made like it that. seem like this big event. Like, <gasps> uh oh, well, no oh, turning back no. from this. The dinosaurs are out. But if you're watching it, it's like fucking 15 dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Right. They're going to like instantly start mating. They're just going to start multiplying by the second. Yeah. It, it was just such a frustrating movie to watch. Yeah. So it they really let. Was. So the dinosaurs are in America and that's where they get let out from. Yep. Yeah. North Carolina, I think. Huh. Right. Into the forest. Yep. Interesting. And I it would was... assume they would still have the trackers in them, so they shouldn't have that much of a problem tracking them down yeah that that doesn't make any sense at all oh yeah because they did make a point of saying hey bryce dallas howard you're the only fucker that knows the tracking codes for these things that's why <laughs> we need track, you better track them down <laughs> right we need you to go back onto the island because nobody else knows the system besides you guys yeah we Sweet have no Jesus. you the administrative like operations manager yeah. Come onto the compound and hack into the system, please. By the way, we <laughs> just thinking about it, like, can can we talk about how the first 30 seconds, eh, first three minutes of the movie foreshadowed the whole fucking thing? And I could have stopped watching there. Where those dudes are on the island trying to steal a bone from T-Rex underwater. And then the fucking giant ass water dinosaur thing escapes into the ocean right yeah so there's a <laughs> megalodon in the ocean now just, yeah just swimming around <laughs> no big deal oh my god uh, 
And Disney? Disney? What the, the fuck? I don't know. This isn't this, Disney, is it? No, it's uh, is it Paramount or Universal? I can't remember. Who, I who think it's Universal because Universal Studios. Oh yeah, has Universal that. Park. Ride. That's right. Yeah, they they really cashed in a quite a bit of their goodwill on this one. And maybe maybe not. I don't know. I don't really know how well the film did. I'm sure it did great overseas. It's just shocking to me how bad it is for a, a, a much anticipated sequel. Uh, it's it's just flat out boring. Like it's so, yeah. for a movie about dinosaurs as me interesting plot points it has. It's so gosh darn boring, and I just I could not believe it when sitting down and watching it. And uh, I have the hardest time recommending this film to anyone. I mean, maybe if you're a hardcore Jurassic Park fan, you I'm sure you'll get something out of it. Even and then, it's, it's not good because it's, it's not like, Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's taking what you're familiar with and changing it just enough so that it becomes this uncanny valley of a, of a movie series where they're mutating dinosaurs and weaponizing them and having black market auctions and shit in a mansion it like it's not it's jurassic park because there's dinosaurs but that's where it ends right and the dinosaurs aren't even in half of it right like while they're in the mansion there's just bones around like they could just basically be in a fucking museum for that part interesting i don't know the the one thing that i liked about the first jurassic world is there was still a world there was still an island there was still dinosaurs there was still a theme park idea you know there was still that I feel like we're reliving the whole Jurassic Park series just with Jurassic World, where they brought the dinosaurs to L.A. on a boat in that same fucking T-Rex cage, and now they're fucking out in the world, and they're they're going to have to go back and catch them, and then put them back in their cage, and then send them back off to some other place. Yeah. Dean. Well, I'm curious. I, I'm guessing you guys have seen all the Jurassic Park films. Am I, yes. am I right to assume that? Yeah. Would you consider this to be the worst one out of all of them? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm curious. What would be the second worst one? Or before this one came out, what was Oof. considered to be the worst one? I know I hear a lot of flack about the second one. Yeah, The Lost uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park, I think right. it's called. Right. That one is pretty bad because... There's scenes in it that are like this where it just doesn't make sense. But at least it was real dinosaurs. And you got Jeff Goldblum who carries the movie. But he has like, there's a scene in it where his black daughter. Oh, uh, is that the gymnastics scene? Yeah, does gymnastics to escape a bunch of raptors. (laughs) See, I think that's the only one I liked. Uh, Or at least it was just that scene I, I thought was pretty cool as a kid. Was that the one that started out with the trailers? Like they were trailers. in trailers or was that Jurassic Park 3? Uh, well, I can't remember. I know 2 was all uh, Goldblum and 3 yeah. was all Sam Neill, where Sam Neill goes back to Jurassic Park. But 3 has some good scenes in it where they're running away from, from the dinos in a big field and shit. Um... And they just get specifics. wrecked. Yeah. They get like, there's plane crashes there. 
I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so yes, we're, we're seriously this. following the exact same fucking trajectory of Jurassic Park, just with new fucking cast. Yeah. Because in the Jurassic Park 2, don't they catch them and bring them back to L.A.? Yep. Yeah, it's a King Kong scenario. Right. And Jeff Goldblum's like, yo, don't do this. Yes, and he's saying <laughs> it now again in this fucking movie. Right. And nobody listens to him. Yes. So <laughs> does that mean that uh, the next Jurassic World that comes out, we're going to be going back to the island to see Ooh, what's maybe. living there? Uh, maybe. Fucking hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Sam so, Neill's going to be there, too, on the fucking island, probably. So what would you consider to be the best one? I, the first. I'm going to assume the first, the first one. By far. Yeah. yeah. It was original. Then, it was new. There was a great plot, I think, to it. It was a little eh, but it was still pretty solid. I also saw it at a perfect age of like 11, I think I was when that movie came out. 12, maybe. Right. So I saw it at the greatest age to watch a Jurassic Park movie, especially that first one. Right. Where everything looked astounding, you know? It held up, and it holds up to this day. It does. Well, that's because they used real animatronics for a lot right. of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I th I think the from from seeing the remembering the film, the ones I remember the most being kind of freaked out was the the T Rex scene, but also when the I think the one that freaked me out the most was when the car is like stuck is stuck in like a tree or something stuck in yeah upside yeah. down. Yeah, that freaked me out a lot as a kid. You know, there were a lot of really neat visuals in that film. I, I gotta give yeah. credit for that. You know, I definitely see that. No doubt, seeing that one being the classic. Even maybe I was just too young. Maybe I just I don't know. Maybe just dinosaurs never really hit a spot for me. But I could definitely appreciate those very iconic scenes and just disappointing where the series has has gone to to, to this uh, to this depth. I guess you could say. Well. Yeah. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and rank this guy. Oh, so, geez. if you're listening here, you can go to justokmovies.com. About midway down the page, you can click on a link that'll take you to our <laughs> JOKM Top Films of All Time list, and you can follow along with us as we discuss where to put this film. So, I was looking at this list a little bit ago, and I I would consider putting it below Rogue One and above Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Well, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna redo that. Talk about this film's really pissed me off. So I'm actually gonna put this film a step lower because I will watch Baron Munchausen again. Uh, I no no actually I'm gonna put it even lower than that because I like <laughs> Batman and Robin. Um, I I'm actually gonna put this. Uh, below, I'm gonna put this below Baby's Day Out. Ooh, that's exactly watch, where I'm putting it. Yeah, I would watch Baby's Day Out again, easy, before I would watch this. At least I got something out of that movie. Yeah, and I would not watch Dungeons and Dragons, even though I didn't watch it once, um, because I watched the the second Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> instead. Dude, that was classic, man. I love that. But um. I yeah I I would put it below Baby's Day Out above Dungeons and Dragons so third from the last above Dungeons and Dragons and above Battlefield Earth. Agree. I'll go with you there. What do you think, Guido? Um, I'm gonna put it just a little bit higher. I can't in good conscience uh, say that Baby's Day Out is a better movie. 
<laughs> it has, it's funnier. It, it kept me entertained. It's, it's, it's way It kept me entertained. <laughs> For all its faults, Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom, or whatever it's called, it did capture me for that first 20 minutes of the movie yeah and That's that was the trailer <laughs> yeah if, if there's anything i would want more of that um and there's some cool parts to that bit but the rest is just trash so yeah i i i like that more than any part of baby's day out really <laughs> yeah trash in your own fucking movie oh what was <laughs> What was better? <laughs> the first 20 minutes of Baby's Day Out or the skyscraper scene where a baby's just walking on a skyscraper? Hey, it's give pretty me, fun. Give me fucking 22 years, 24 years of advancements and make a new Baby's Day Out. And I bet you it would be fantastic. Uh. Yeah. That movie's okay. 24 years old. <laughs> We're comparing a movie in 2018 <laughs> to a movie in 1994. People and, do that all the time. You can compare 2000. movies. It, uh, it's just fucking... Uh, yeah, okay. I'm not going to argue this with you. <laughs> didn't, didn't Jurassic Park come out a year before Baby's Day Out? It had uh, to be close. Yeah. <laughs> so... I don't know what, like, I don't see why, why, why the date of a movie being made has anything to do with, with, uh, comparisons. To we should have learned something about storytelling in 24 years is all I'm trying to say. I, I, I would agree. And that's why it just feels like it's an abuse of power. You know, they, they just didn't fucking care. They were just ready for a paycheck. Yeah. You guys are looking at Baby's Day Out with some rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> sure am. It's it is it's it's a decent movie. It's entertaining. <laughs> Get it's, the fuck it's out. An, <laughs> it's an entertaining movie. In, in the most subjective level, it is entertaining. I actually sat and watched the whole thing, and I, you know, there are parts that were a little boring, but I watched the whole thing. I couldn't make it much further into Jurassic World. That's got to say something, at least for why I'm going to rate something. You stopped watching Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. believe you stopped watching that. Oh, yeah, that movie was even worse. Oh, why did I put what? that? So oh. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't worse. I'm I'm being hyperbolic there. Um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't keep... No, I did finish Ready Player One. I think... Yeah, yeah, because I remember the ending. I didn't like it at all. But uh, I will say it is way better than Jurassic World. Okay. I think we got a good position. If you guys want to put it below Baby's Day Out, that's fine. Thanks. Awesome. That sounds great. So we have a new, let's see, that'd be number uh, 16, I believe, on our list, is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Well, hey, if you want to give us your thoughts on our uh, discussion of uh, Jurassic World or maybe the uh, DC trailers we talked about, shoot us an email at justokmovies at gmail.com. If you also want to leave us a voicemail, go straight to justokmovies.com. On the page there, you can find our voicemail number. I'd love to get another one. We've only gotten one. Come on, fellas. Send us some voicemails. 
I love hearing them. And also shoot us a tweet at Just Okay Movies. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, love you guys. Guido Nasty, thank you so much for uh, joining me. We discussed this film, had a lot of fun. And we'll be coming right back with you with another episode next week. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.